0: sorry <laughs> oh yeah guys welcome Man, back. back welcome back. Well, welcome welcome
1: fire <laughs> you know what that reminds me of a um, of a video game i used to play called earthworm Jim 2 like there was a cut scene in between stages and instead of saying welcome or welcome back he was saying well done but each button controlled like a different speed of how the voice said it and it was like cows saying it so it was like well done, well done, well done. It sounded like that.
0: I'm sorry, I missed that. I just fell asleep. <laughs>
1: saying the way you guys were saying "well," done. just reminded me of that. Well, welcome back.
0: Well, welcome back. Welcome well, back, well, well, well. guys. Today, finishing up part two of Fred and fucking Rosemary. Or Rose, whatever, Rose West. I don't even remember her real full name. And I cannot wait to be done with this story. (laughs) It is disgusting.
1: It is pretty bad already. It's really bad already.
0: It's so bad. How are you guys doing down there in Texas?
1: Well, as most people know, we're freezing right now. Yeah. It's uh, usually not this cold, but this is our one week of winter that we get every year. What's like the
0: what's the temp right now?
1: 30, Thirty-one, I think.
0: Uh huh. Wow, it's colder than here. In
1: Washington.
2: I even looked it up. <laughs> it's twenty-nine.
1: Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine.
0: Feels like twenty.
2: Yep.
0: Is it outside. windy too? Because the windy's part is the part. <laughs> there's a
2: chance that there's gonna be snow.
0: Shit. Precipitation supposed to be coming through, so. We'll see
1: happens.
0: Yeah, yeah. We had snow. We had snow yesterday, and then overnight we had a freeze storm, where everything froze, and trees were literally breaking and snapping and landing on people's houses from being frozen. Um, I nothing happened where I live, but like five miles down the road is where it like all started happening. I live on like the um, and those of you that are not friends of mine listening to this. I live like on a little peninsula in Washington, right above Astoria, Oregon called ocean park, Washington. So you go like 10 miles South and shit was frozen. Power was out. It was nuts. But here in Surfside where I'm at, it's a little housing community. Like we just had wind. It wasn't bad, but they closed down like the Astoria bridge because ice was falling from the bridge. Like, and I hate that. You guys know my horror stories with that bridge. I fucking hate that bridge. Mm. So, I don't know, I, I slept like a, a fucking baby last night, but apparently a lot of people struggled, so.
1: Hmm. <sighs> um, sorry.
0: Tell me, tell them, Shannon, what uh, you were saying about, what's the temperature supposed to be Monday? The low is seven. Seven degrees, and then later on in the week, like, 70s? Yeah. Yeah. So fucking weird.
1: Like we're just gonna be out of here pretty quick, but it's gonna be like a rough couple of days.
0: <laughs> you guys are gonna be little bitches about it. Are you gonna work or are you gonna stay home?
1: Tomorrow Sunday I don't work, and then oh, Monday, no Monday they're already saying that we might be shut down. Um, Tuesday I worked yesterday, or I, I did something today, and I worked yesterday, and I worked every, every day it was. Raining and everything, mm.
3: uh, but
1: Monday they're just worried about icing over bridges and stuff, and so right. they're just going to call it and say no Monday, and we'll talk Good. about Tuesday.
0: Good. Hey, have you guys ever seen a tornado in person? No. no.
1: Really? Yeah, it's not that it's not that, that, that common to see them scared. in person.
0: Wow, I'm scared to death of that. It's
1: Especially hard. during the day, like right. during the day storms, it's a lot harder, um, just because mm. they're fewer.
0: Oh God, it's my worst nightmare. I can't. I can't. When I lived in Florida, there was one that was, <laughs> I had me and Aubrey who was like four months old in a bathtub with another woman because we both had like a panic attack over it, trying to put a mattress over our dumb asses. Like, Where
1: in Florida?
0: Fort Walton Beach, right on the panhandle, right underneath okay. Alabama. Yeah.
1: I was going to ask. I was like, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, it was. F- oh, I, I- Tornado I- in
1: South Beach. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> You're using your back scratcher for your head. That's cute. Hmm.
1: Not just for backs anymore.
0: Guys, he's wearing his Afghan. He brought it back today.
1: If only you could see.
0: Mm, it is pretty fabulous. I really need one. When you guys come over here to Washington, bring it. You got uh, it. I'm gonna wear it. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> just. Yeah.
1: Just once or all week.
0: Uh, pretty much, yeah. I'm pretty much, and then it <laughs> won't end up back in your suitcase. And I don't know. <laughs> oh. I'll make You're sure like, my cat spray on it or can something. Can you ship? You can
1: you back. ship that to me? No.
0: Oh yeah, you need to pay for shipping and the gas <laughs> to the post office and my laziness. Don't <laughs>
1: let the cat spray on it. How many cats do you have again?
0: Fucking two, and I got my all bearded you, dragon back.
1: Oh. All you have is cats and a bearded dragon.
0: Mm-hmm. And okay. four children.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Oh no, no, no. I mean, like just animals, animals.
0: Yeah. yeah, children. Yeah. So a total of like seven.
1: That's rough. How big is your bearded dragon?
0: She's an adult, man. She's like five, Damn. five years old almost. Yeah.
1: So she's probably I just like checked what, her
0: gender today. I've two, never checked feet. her gender.
1: You saw her lizard vagina. She is a
0: she is still a female. I was scared, but she's a female. Yeah. Why
1: well, you thought life was gonna she find a way she. and she was gonna grow some balls?
0: I just treat her like a female, you know. Oh. I'm just like oh, a Khaleesi, my girl. Her name's Khaleesi. She's beautiful. She's so amazing. <laughs>
1: Khaleesi, that's a good
0: name. That's a how many great pets name. do you guys have?
1: Four, five five two cats two dogs and a rabbit
0: oh you have a rabbit again still oh i thought they died
1: we had one that died the other one is Aww. still kicking and living and eating and shitting
0: and is your dog still eating it shit yeah every now and then yeah, well, yeah. and its own fiber yeah yeah playing do? with it
1: mostly like she <laughs> just like grabs it and Picks it up and it's just like it throws it up into the air and just so happy about it,
0: like ah, <laughs> ah. <laughs> dumbass dog. <gasps> did you guys watch the um, uh, Cecil Hotel or Cecil Hotel, whatever? No,
1: no didn't watch it yet. I, I mean because I've already yeah, seen like all the clips and you know all this shit on it on YouTube. It's like the same. And thing. I and I did
0: a story on it, so you mm-hmm. know it. Like the exactly, like oh, uh, I'm watch it. You should just watch it tonight.
2: It's pretty good. Nothing else to fucking watch. <laughs> it's pretty goddamn good. because Somebody got worried sh- after that too. Knowing what's we doing stuff. I'm like, no, I haven't I got a notification from Netflix on my phone that was
0: existing.
1: Hey yeah. girl, you should watch this shit.
0: It was Sign cool because Netflix. I could because like when I did my research on it, that was one thing that actually getting to see like the barrels or whatever you call the water tanks or whatever. Tanks. And seeing, like, the hotel and what it looked like inside, that was kind of cool. To, but I, I was pretty impressed with my storytelling because it was accurate compared to what mm-hmm. they said on the documentary. So I was Isn't pretty happy about that. It makes you really th-
1: –
2: mm-hmm.
1: it really makes you think something paranormal happened, right? Isn't that, no, is that how the Netflix look- one brings it off?
0: No, the Netflix one makes it look like it was an accidental drowning
1: Just accidentally got into the tank and swam for a little bit.
2: Talk about the Night Stalker doc.
1: Oh, Oh yeah, that one was good too. Did you watch it? Yeah. That was a good one. That was brutal. I was
2: disappointed as fuck in him. (laughs) What would you say? I was disappointed as fuck in him. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's not true. Where did all these kid cases come from?
0: yeah
2: nobody's heard of this before
0: yeah i don't know uh, goddamn shoe something about him though i mean i know the shoe his face and hearing him speak when he was like hell satan or whatever and like just i mean it knowing what you know about him like he it freaked me out like he legit looks like a monster like he's terrifying oh
1: yeah uh, you know we're Regardless of what he believes. Right. He was doing people. it all on his own because devil's not going to help him. Yeah. Just him.
0: <laughs> straight
1: just him. evil.
0: That's right. Speaking of straight evil...
1: Oof. Do we have to?
0: <laughs> I know. I'm so ready to bury I'm, this fucking story.
2: I'm so ready to hear
0: the pinnacle of this bullshit. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, so, like... Last time when we left off, um, I'm just going to kind of give just like a real recap. Or is it recap? Yeah, recap. recap. <clears throat> Fred's stepkid, Charmaine, she was killed by Rose. Um, remember, Rose was a prostitute. And even her dad was play- or paying for his serv- her services to get laid by his daughter. Oh. It's fucking gross. Um, Fred's ex-wife, she was also killed. Um, <clears throat> Anne-Marie, one of uh, Fred's... Fred's daughters was getting raped by Fred regularly and was made to be a prostitute herself, which yeah. by the way, Rose was always present for. Watch. Right. And so, um, they, yeah, that that's kind of where we left off there. Um, in 1972, they hired a nanny named Carolyn Owens and they picked her up as a hitchhiker, which if you guys remember, that was kind of like their thing. They loved picking up or he loved picking up hitchhikers and doing stuff to them. Um, she was 17 years old and they offered her a part-time job. They promised to drive her home each Tuesday to go be with her family and pick her up and bring her back. All that's all that stuff. Um, she shared a room with Anne Marie, the daughter. And Anne Marie said that she was a masseuse to explain why there were so many dudes that kept coming in, in, a, in and out of the house. Cause remember Rose is a prostitute, but now they're making Anne Marie do it too. And so she was just telling this lady that oh no, I'm a masseuse, that's why it's happening. Um,
1: You're masseusing a lot. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> Come in to get rubbed get uh, to rub one off, right? Oh, you there know.
1: you go. Good one. Could not get that
0: <laughs> sentence out. My god. Forgot my eyebrows today and my brain, apparently. They're
1: like spewed out like toothpaste.
0: <laughs> just that was so bad. <laughs> So according to Carolyn, um, which is the nanny, Fred told her that he was a skilled abortionist. And if she ever needed services, he would help her out. He told her, I'm so good that women often repay me with sex (laughs) after they have an abortion. Wow. This dude's wild as fuck. He is. (laughs) You <laughs> listeners, if you look at a picture of him, you can tell he just another,
1: fucking another kind of dude.
0: Just something yeah, else. He's not human. <laughs> no, no, and he gets he gets way more intense. Um, he so he started to make sexual advances toward her, uh, and so she, you know, she basically said, "Fuck this! I'm out! I'm quitting! I'm done!" And uh, since the Wests knew she was a hitchhiker, they basically knew how to manipulate her because there really wasn't nobody hitchhikers right nobody's really gonna miss you or
1: nobody trusts them
0: right like they're not gonna it's it's just it's not gonna they're happen. not
1: they're not trustworthy folk
0: right so fred later admitted that um his intention was initially to abduct her and rape her and eventually kill her uh but she ended up quitting so december 6 1972 They ended up luring her back into their car. She was again hitchhiking and they said, oh, come on, come back in. And they apologized for, you know, Fred's horny ass behavior. Um, They offered her a ride home and uh, Rose sat in the back with her and, you know, was kind of trying to console her. But then it started getting really weird and uh, Rose started groping her Mm. and Fred wanted to know if she would have sex with her boyfriend or if she had sex with her boyfriend that evening because Carolyn had a boyfriend and he wanted to know, hey, do you have sex with your boyfriend today by any chance? I don't know why that would make a difference. For I need to reasons. know. Right. Are you <clears> on <throat> down there? I want to yeah.
1: know. Another man's seed If you've had <laughs> sex.
0: Didn't want to swish around the jizz. Just wanted <laughs> to keep it. Just- <laughs> There you go, Rick. Wow. (laughs) That sentence came out easy. God Oh, shut up. (laughs) Sister (laughs) So anyways, he's like, hey, you know, do you have sex with your boyfriend today? And I don't know what her answer was, but he ended up punching her until she was unconscious. So then Rose and Fred then bound and gagged her. Carolyn later said that she was given a drugged cup of tea, which... I don't know how they... I don't know if the cup of tea was actually in the car. (laughs) Ooh, your tea! I'm assuming they brought it back home.
2: One lump of sugar,
0: too. (laughs) One lump. Oh, shit. Hitting my wine glass everywhere. So, then they sexually assaulted her, both of them. Fred later said that her genitals were unusual, so they hit her with a leather belt. Unusual?
1: Like roast beefy,
0: not childlike. I don't like mm. flank steaks. I don't. I
1: was expecting a goat.
0: I mean, it was, it was, <laughs> it was a, a sheep. It was a sheep. We had this conversation last week, Rick.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I know.
0: I don't know what he means by unusual. I mean, I feel like genitals are all, unusual. first of all. Unusual, yes. They don't look right. Like
1: Maybe he was like, there was too much to vagina.
2: Maybe I don't know. An oversized you-know-what.
0: Maybe. That's what I got. It looks like a parrot's beak.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, my God.
3: <laughs> oh, you're Why welcome. did you do that?
1: <laughs> I
2: don't, don't cut oh, it. I'm not. Shit. Hey, shit! But my I'm, God, I'm jealous of you.
1: <laughs> Parrot's oh beak.
2: Oh my God!
3: <laughs> oh, fuck the me.
1: beak that of a
3: mm-hmm. parrot. Oh
2: God.
0: Anyways, so they beat her with this leather belt. Beat her genitals, um, and when she screamed, Rose smothered her with a pillow and tightened restraints around her neck, and performed oral sex on her. Yeah, it's like they're into like abuse,
3: for pain, sex, for right? yeah, pain for pleasure. Yeah, but like
0: like really like hurting someone and then trying to please them. I don't know. Very like very weird. Uh,
2: snuff
3: Shit.
1: No snuff is killing. Well, but like when you when you just try to almost, um,
2: they probably almost killed her.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, well, but true snuff is like killing, though, isn't it? yes so I I watched um, what was that, that movie?
2: Films?
1: I don't know. No, 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 no. It was um, eight
2: millimeter. It was a
1: Nicholas eight millimeter. Thank you. Uh, yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that movie
1: was fucking terrible. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Huh. I've never seen that. That's
1: good. Nicolas Cage.
0: All right. So, like I said, they were, she would then, you know, torture her and then perform oral sex on her. After a bunch of threats, they asked if she'd return as their nanny. Jesus. She agreed. Oh, my God.
2: oh, I mean, I would say yes at, at that moment, too.
0: <laughs> she was saving her own life because at one point she ended up having to go to the laundromat with Rose and that's when she escaped and was able to return home. Thank God, bitch was going to die. She yeah, was going to die at any minute. Um, so she, um, yeah. Oh my God, it gets to be so bad. She ended up telling her mom what happened, and mom ended up reporting it. Thank you, mom. Um, Fred and Rose, they were charged with assault and indecent insult. Assault, you can't talk, bodily harm and rape. June 12, 1973, it went to trial. Carolyn, though, Caroline, Carolyn, decided she couldn't face them, and uh, all charges were dropped.
2: Oh, no, girl.
3: Yeah. Wow.
0: And and we're going to kind of see this pattern. Well, we already saw it in part one, too. But they keep, like, getting caught, and then shit gets dropped because nobody wants to testify and do anything. It's such a pattern. It's, it's, a, a, it's obnoxious. It's horrible. Put the- but they did... They did agree to plead guilty to the indecent assault and causing actual bodily harm. So they were fined 50 pounds and allowed to walk free. 50 pounds. Which I don't have any idea how much 50 pounds is. Let's Google it. Let's give it a Goog. Shannon might know.
1: How much is 25 pounds?
0: 50 pounds.
1: 50 pounds back then.
2: 1972.
0: Where's your calculator, Jen? Oh, it's so 50 50 pounds is $69 in the United States, and we're talking back in 72. So I would probably, you know, venture to say a couple hundred bucks. That isn't shit. You
3: know what I mean? For mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. salt, not and, much. You
0: know, ugh. Three months later, um, As a couple, they committed their first known murder, and it was a 19-year-old named Linda Go. Grow. Linda. Shit. Just Linda. Let's go with Linda. I did not write very clearly. They knew her. She visited 25 Cromwell Street and had relations there with two male lodgers. Um, But on April uh, April 19th, she ended up moving in. And around that time she was asked to leave because she hit one of the West's kids, which I well, know, okay, they care now, all of a sudden.
1: <laughs> Nobody hits them but us.
0: Yeah. And rape them and torture yeah, yeah. them.
1: Yeah. I wasn't gonna go there, but thank you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Did the same thing last week. <laughs> no. Oh god. So Linda's mom confronted them and asked about her whereabouts. And Rose was happy to share as she was wearing Linda's clothes. And she just basically said, uh, you know, what did they say about Linda? I think they said something like she ran off or found another job. But she was wearing Linda's clothes as she's talking to the mom. Yeah. Um, needless to say, we don't have any idea how long she was actually tortured. But her head was wrapped in surgical tape. Suspended from a ceiling, and she was strangled and buried underneath the garage. Damn. She was dismembered, and she was missing fingers, toes, and kneecaps. Kneecaps, fucking <laughs> kneecaps. Fucking weird with the kneecaps. Fingers, toes, toes, fingers,
1: kneecaps, kneecaps, kneecaps. nails on the kneecaps. <laughs>
0: fucking Jesus. And so they use like a lot of tape. They end up like taping her entire. Her whole head was covered with tape. Just. Let's
1: make a fucking mummy. And then, like, they get to the head and they're like, I'm done. Yeah, this fucking duct tape,
0: enough. Right. Five more victims were buried under the basement between 1973 and 1975. Damn. Yes. So they used a lot of tape and strangulation. They always dismembered and buried them in the basement. They targeted people who wouldn't be missed, like we said, hitchhikers or kids from children's homes. Mm -hmm. And, um... They even concreted over the floor in the basement and put, God, this is so, I don't know what the fuck Fred's deal is. He's so twisted, but he poured concrete over the floor in the basement with all these bodies down there. And then he made a new room for his kids to sleep in. And he does something similar later on, which we'll get into, but I don't know what kind of kink that is for him. I, I feel like it is because this is actually a pattern that we'll see. Ugh, he's so gross. Anyways. Anyways. So Fred at this time also got a chick pregnant and Rose got jealous. Um, So this lady, they ended up burying her in the garden and she was extensively dismembered as well. Um, No restraints were found, though, which is later on down the road when they recovered all these bodies. No restraints or any of those kind of markings were found, which led investigators to believe that Rose actually did the murdering. Oh, because she
2: had fingers, toes and kneecaps?
0: Yeah, it was kind of it, yeah. Cuz Fred liked to restrain people and rape them and and he would like to cut off their fingers when they were awake or yeah, when they were still alive as torture. And like Rose didn't do you could tell the difference, right? He had he had a definite thing with the kneecaps and toes and fingers. That was that's how you knew it was Fred. Yeah. It's very weird. So she ended up getting buried in the garden, like I said, uh, extensively dismembered. No restraints were found. I already said all that. Um, So, oh, okay. Oh, this is gross. Now I'm remembering. Okay, so she ended up killing her, and this this lady, like I said, she was pregnant with Fred's kid. Rose, Rose cut out the baby, and. it's really bad. She ended up killing the baby. I don't know if they ever found the baby, but she ended up using her identity, the mother's identity, and trying to get services through, like uh, I don't know, uh, not social security services, but benefits, yeah. claiming that that she just had a baby because Rose at that time also had a baby. She was pregnant as well. She so two she- baby money. Yeah, so she was basically she had her own identity, was collecting benefits on the behalf of her own kid that she just had, but then also she took this other lady's identity and said, "I have this baby too," and the other babies. lady was already dead. So she's just you know just a just a piece of shit basically, and her name was Shirley. I have it written down, not Megan. Shirley. <laughs> yes, R- for some kind of financial aid, she was doing that. Um, then their final murder was in 1979. Allison Chambers was 16 years old. Uh, She ran away uh, to be a live-in nanny, and she ran away for, like, one of the home for girls, you know, like an orphanage and stuff like that. She was promised, like, a peaceful farm home, um, but she was later found dismembered. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Fred and Rose sent letters to the family um, saying, you know, hey, mom and dad, I'm doing really well, things like that, and, and she wasn't actually even alive. Uh, They ended up burying her in the garden area, probably because he just laid that new cement. He didn't want to, you know, try to dig anymore or screw that up. So in order for the family not to worry, they would send a letter to the mother all the time. And they even sent a letter that Allison wrote prior to her murder. Um, So this was the last killing they were caught with. It's not believed that they ever stopped killing, though. It's suspected they took bodies elsewhere because they did the basement and they did the garden, and so they may have just ran out of room. Yeah, but they are. I think Fred he ended up claiming like more than fifty murders, but you never know because you can't really trust a serial killer on their murders. Sometimes they exaggerate. Um, so yeah. So Heather and May West; those are the those are their children now became the focus of Fred's sexual bullshit since Anne-Marie ran away in 1979. In response to Heather and May's pain and torture, he'd say, I made you and I can do what I want with you. Mm. Mm -hmm. He's so sick. Mm. Anne-Marie prior to leaving was beaten up by Rose in the stomach, which caused a miscarriage. So Anne-Marie was pregnant and they're not sure if that was Fred's Yeah, it's one of his daughters, and they're not sure if it was Fred's or not. It's believed that it was, but so Rose caused a miscarriage. So Heather and May, these are the other two kiddos, knew Dad was intending to impregnate one of them because he would tell them so. And they would make them watch porn with him along with their brother, Stephen. And so they made this deal that if Fred tried to be alone with any one of them, one of the others would stay around to kind of be avo- kind of, kind avoid being raped. So Stephen, May, and Heather, they said, okay, we got, like, this pact. Like, none of us can be alone with him.
1: Yeah.
3: Fucking sad.
0: Kind of, it you're is gonna, very fucking sad. We're
1: going to protect each other.
2: <clears throat> right. It's good that they caught on, like, this is not fucking
0: normal. Yeah, because Fred didn't. Fred did Fred didn't. But I think the difference is is that when Fred was a kid, he was so isolated and on this farm
3: mm-hmm.
0: and was raised with it. Whereas these kids go to school and like are around other children. So maybe that's how they picked up because
2: like, oh, you don't fuck your dad?
0: Yeah. Is that weird? Yeah, is that weird? It's they're like, yeah. oh, it's
1: like, so what are you doing this weekend? Oh, my dad's gonna rape me. <laughs> oh, what?
0: Exactly. Eight. Night with dad so bad
1: i mean my 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 papa's gonna write me sorry I was fucked up
0: Papa. yeah Papa. it's hard to make a joke out of rape you know papa's right, gonna right. take me to the bedroom oh god are we done <laughs> <laughs> Sick fucking friends all right so the girls also agreed to only shower when fred was away or at least one of them would stand guard at the door like, imagine having to be raised with that bullshit.
2: But, and also, like, what's the girl, one girl going to do for the other
0: girl against their dad? Like, there, Fred, somehow, from everything that I've read on this research, he really wasn't big on people witnessing what he was doing. Oh. Like, they all knew what was happening. Because it was happening with all the 27 children they had. But, like, he never was someone that did it in front of another person unless it was Rose, because Rose liked it, his wife, of course.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
0: it's it's very sick. So, Stephen, this is his son, um, was also told by Fred that he'd need to have sex with Rose, his mother, by the age of 17. Hey, you're going to have sex with mom when you're 17.
1: Like basically uh, setting it up so that way he has to get into it.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Jesus.
0: Trying to train them to be yeah. incestuous It's so gross. I, I couldn't imagine. By the mid-80s, Heather, one of the sisters, started drinking heavily and biting her nails until they bled. Um, she was showing extreme nervousness when around males. So Fred and Rose assumed that she was a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Which, <laughs> what? Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, because she's not down with incest? Like, she must be a lesbian?
1: Boy, she likes the lips, eh? It's...
0: It's... What? <laughs> what What did you say? He likes the lips. <laughs> no, like
1: like the lips.
0: It's Rick doing his, his thing, man. Doing his jokes. All right. lips. Like, the parrot knows parent beak (laughs) (laughs) this resulted this resulted in her getting verbally abused by Fred him calling her an ugly bitch because they assumed she was a lesbian like they hated her for that and which is weird because Rose was sexually active with girls too so I don't really get that Rose was you know a prostitute having sex with males and females I don't know So, Heather would confide in Rose about, like, the verbal abuse and the physical abuse, um, you know, that she was getting from Fred. And Rose would just laugh at her. And she told her, you know, she was just like, whatever, you must deserve it. She also ended up telling some friends at school and the staff at school. They were uh, concerned because she wouldn't take her clothes off in the girls' locker room, which, I mean, I wouldn't either. but. I guess in the mid-80s, that was normal. Uh, One time she was forced to shower, though, and the staff noticed welts and bruises all over her body. Heather told people that it was from fights with her siblings, but did confide in one friend that it was from her parents. In the mid-80s, the rumors of Rose's prostitution reached classmates for the kids at school. Um, The West kids were sworn to secrecy, though, but uh, Heather, she did tell one friend that the rumor was true. A father of one of the classmates was was friends with Rose and Fred, oh, no. and he told them about Heather spilling the beans.
3: Oh.
0: Instead of going to authorities, he's like, hey, Fred and Rose, uh, yeah, Heather's flapping her gums about, uh, you know, Rose being a prostitute.
3: Oh.
0: Yeah. So, of course, she dealt with a bunch of bullshit after that. Heather ended up graduating, but she kept applying for jobs to get out of her parents' house. And she kept getting rejected. One, she was, like, super passionate about. She cried to May and Steven about it. And she cried all through the night. The next morning, though, she was back to her normal self. The whole nervous biting in my fingernails, mm-hmm. whatever thing. She was totally back to normal. And all the siblings went off to school. And when they came back, Rose and Fred told them that she went to go work for that place she just got rejected from.
2: Oh, no.
0: Oh, Later, no. yeah, not not good. Later, they explained Heather ran off with a woman. So, first, she went to go work for this place. Second, she ran off with the woman that she was in love with. Mm. So, May and Steven were like, well, okay, dude, well, then why don't you, you know, make like a missing persons report to the police and then Fred said they shouldn't look for her because she was involved in credit card fraud. So <laughs> years later, Fred would j- this is this is sick i I hate Fred. He just he's, years later, Fred would joke with the misbehaving kids that if they uh, didn't shape up the behavior, they would end up underneath the patio with Heather.
1: oh my God.
0: Fred and- built. Yeah, Fred built a barbecue pit oppo- opposite of where Heather had been buried and placed a wooden table on top of it, on top of where she was actually buried. And this is where the kids would sit when they'd host garden parties to eat on top of their dead sister.
1: I have a fucking crumpet.
0: You know what I mean? Like, first, they, like, he gave them a bedroom
3: that with all crazy. these bodies
0: underneath them, and now eat on top of them. Like, what is he right?
2: Nobody, nobody yeah. it either, so
0: Listen to this, May 1992.
2: This is
0: still going on in it's the 90s, in the 90s. We're talking about starting in the 70s, yeah. What the fuck. Uh-huh. Fred asked his 13-year-old daughter Louise, so this is a new kiddo we're introducing introducing. She's now 13, so she's hitting puberty. Um to bring some bottles to the third floor. Rose wasn't home, so shortly after, siblings heard her scream, no, don't, and she was found laying on the floor crying, saying that her dad had raped and sodomized her. Mm -hmm. Rose returned home, and Luis told her what happened, and she said, oh, well, you were asking for it. Over the following couple weeks, she was raped three more times, Rose personally witnessed one of those and Rose followed her after a rape happened and she was bleeding. She followed her into the bathroom and Rose said, quote, well, what did you expect? Fred also filmed one of these rapes of his 13 year old daughter of Rose and Fred's daughter. Hmm. So weeks later, Luis told a friend friend told mom mom informed police. 1992 in August, their household was searched. They found a bunch of porn, but did not find a video of Fred's daughter's rape. So Louise made a full statement stating she was raped as early as, or not raped. Well, I mean, sexually assaulted. She was, the one I was talking about was the first time I think he actually like penetrated, like went, whatever. I don't even need to get into details, but. So all the kids were placed in foster care the following day. Medical examinations showed that physical and sexual, showed physical and sexual abuse. With this evidence in hearing Fred, about Fred's threat about burying the other kids like Heather underneath the patio, please start a full investigation. So Fred and Rose, they were questioned. Fred said that she was alive, Heather, and well, she was doing well and she was prostituting. But Rose said that she literally had no idea what happened to Heather eventually rose came around and said oh you know what i gave him a whole bunch of money to leave and um she she was saying i gave her a bunch of money to leave so the siblings wouldn't find out that she's a prostitute so rose was granted bail on the condition that she doesn't have any contact with her kids or her husband until the trial fred maintained his innocence and when Anne marie found out that uh found out that he was maintaining his innocence, she offered the police a full statement on her experience in the home. So she told them about the abuse and the experience from, (laughs) the wine has taken effect (laughs) and experience that she had from Fred and Rose and agreed to testify against them in court, which that's pretty goddamn brave. Good thing. Pretty goddamn brave. Yeah. She also told police that she's been spending several years trying to contact her mom, Catherine, unsuccessfully. Catherine is the first wife of Fred. Mm-hmm. May and Luis, two of the sisters, refused to testify. Luis even said that she wanted to return to her family. Luis. Which, by the way, Shannon just had a birthday.
2: Yeah. She's a
0: solid 22 now. Happy birthday. Happy ah. birthday. you got hat head too, their birthday girl (laughs) and she got a new engagement ring which duh give it to me it's beautiful duh. Duh. did you get that for your birthday was it like your birthday present Mm -hmm. so pretty guys (laughs) so pretty so um let's see louise Refused to testify. Um, And like I said, she wanted to go back to her families. I'm assuming that's because like you're, you know, like you grow up in it. You're comfortable with it. And she had been in foster care at this point. And Mm -hmm. maybe it was just, you know what I mean? The trauma bonding that happens. Yeah. It's yeah, it's sad. Um, Anne-Marie chose to withdraw her statement about everything that Fred and Rose had done because she noticed how much it upset her younger siblings. So they were all acquitted. They were all. Those two were acquitted. Um, the kids, um, yeah, it's it's oh, it's so fucked up because it's like nowadays that wouldn't fly because of no, course no. children are going to like renege what they say and investigators like are going to investigate and you know what I mean? So uh, like I said, she res- resigned her statement. And they were acquitted. Um, the kids did have to remain in foster care, but they got supervised visits with Fred and Rose. Oh but thank God the police kept investigating the disappearance of Heather. Thank God these police did not just give up and move on to the next case. Um but however there was no record of Heather even existing. Like they went through like social security and stuff like that. Of course, those dirtbag parents didn't, you know. Do anything. So that caused a bunch of hiccups. So Anne-Marie, she was questioned about the patio joke where he was saying, you know, keep it up and you're going to get buried underneath the patio with your other. She said at the time when she heard Fred say it, he immediately burst into a giggle fest. So she didn't take him seriously. They looked into Fred's background, though, and found that although Catherine and Charmaine disappeared, there was never a missing person report turned in. So they thought this story about Heather being underneath the patio might be true. February 23rd, 1994, you guys, 20, what, two years later since everything started, police were authorized to... a search warrant for 25 Cromwell and to look into Heather's, to look for Heather's remains. When they showed this to Rose, they showed up, knocked on the door, showed it to Rose. She turned like sheet white and got all hysterical and shit. She told Stephen to go get Fred. Um, She was questioned and her statement contradicted themselves. She kept contradicting everything that she was saying. And when they would call her out on it, I guess she got like super aggressive and was like, I don't, I didn't bloody know, but it was a long time ago. Like just getting like, just, just atrocious with them. You're tricking uh, Fred, me with
1: your words.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fred was at work at the time. So he said, okay, I'm going to be right there. I'm coming in like three hours later. He showed up Um And ended up saying, and I say um a lot because I can't find my space where I'm reading on my paper. So that's why I'm like, um, 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 where am I at?
1: (laughs) I don't even hear that word anymore.
0: Oh my God. I say it so much today. It's crazy.
1: Starting right. Um,
0: I was about to say, um, hold on. I want to (laughs) say I'm so bad, but I'm trying to find my space. Where was I at?
1: Continuing. And I read.
0: (laughs) Okay, So he comes back three minutes or three hours later and he says, you know, all right, I'll make a full witness statement. Um, There it is. There was the um." (laughs) Stephen. He ended up he ended up getting arrested or not arrested. He ended up going to speak to the police and he told his kid, he said, hey, you know, look after mom and sell the house. So basically he was going to he was going to start admitting shit. Fred told them that he wanted to be arrested for Heather's murder, and he was, and he was formally charged. He admitted to killing his daughter, but it was in a fit of rage, so it was considered manslaughter. He said he strangled her and chopped her up in the bathroom, did the whole fingers and kneecaps thing.
1: I'm, I'm not going to sing it again. Don't worry.
0: But I wonder how is that manslaughter, because it was a fit of rage? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm. But, Tucking I mean, it,
1: it should be manslaughter because it's like, probably oh, it's a fit of rage, but then I took the kneecaps.
0: It's a fucking crime of passion Yeah. And, uh, yeah, what does he do with those kneecaps? So, he told investigators that Rose had no knowledge of anything. He volunteered to show the exact location of her body, probably so they don't find all the other bodies that were buried in their garden. Yeah. They did end up finding somebody else's, like, uh, I think, thigh bone or something like that pop up. And he was like, no, don't look there. She's here. There's nothing to be seen over there. And uh, once they found her, of course, like I said, she was missing her kneecaps, fingers, and toes. And it was Heather. Fred then later on uh, confessed to two other human remains in the garden. Uh, So that was three that they found. and And police decided, well, shit, there's three bodies. Let's do like a formal
1: full excavation
0: search of the entire place, which yes. And Rose was placed in a safe house. He then admitted to nine more murders, including Charmaine. Basically he was trying to cover for Rose is what I'm, what I was thinking. Cause remember Rose killed Charmaine. Yep. Yeah. He admitted to five bodies in the basement and one body underneath the bathroom on his bottom floor of 25 Cromwell. Each body was found and was mutilated and had extreme sexual abuse. Fred said he cut off the fingers and toes as a form of torture when they were alive, but he never gave a reason to the kneecaps, which is probably the one thing I'm going to take away from the story and be like, why the fucking kneecaps?
1: He wore them as nipple pasties.
0: Oh, my fucking God. I
1: don't know. (laughs)
0: in uh, April 20th, 1994, Rose was arrested, even though Fred claimed she knew nothing about the murders. She was questioned and she was charged with Linda's murder, um, which is the one, remember she was wearing her clothes and she cut out the baby. Yep. Okay. Uh, Let's
1: see. And the parents were looking for her.
0: Yeah. Yep. Who is more So both of them ended up being charged with five murders. She claimed she was innocent Fred confessed to, uh, confessed to the first wife Carol. What was the first wife's name? Catherine. I can't remember. Um, To killing her and the stepdaughter Charmaine, he was placed on suicide watch in his cell and had to be checked every fifteen minutes. Jeez. Fred and Rose were brought before a magistrate court in June nineteen ninety four. He was charged with eleven murders and charged with nine. So prison security ended up relaxing their suicide watch, not really sure why, but on January 1st, 1995, Fred completed suicide by wrapping a rope he made from bedding and tags from the laundry bags around his neck um, by binding this device to a door handle and a window seal and dropping to his knees. Mm
3: -hmm. On the
0: bottom of a suicide note, he drew a picture of a gravestone saying, in loving memory... Fred West, Rose West, rest in peace, a bunch of other bullshit, and saying that he's basically going to be waiting for his wife to come to him. Rose pleaded not guilty to the ten charges of murder. She was also charged with Charmaine's murder. So what they did is, because is, he killed himself, they dumped all the other murders on her, on her. Which, if you're complicit to murder, they say, doesn't matter if you committed the murder or not, it's all equal. Yeah. Which, okay, yeah. Um... So, she was also charged with Charmaine's murder, which rightfully showed. So, she's the one that did it. Um, and they were able to say, like, hey, he was incarcerated by the when the time Charmaine died. So, they proved, basically, that she killed Charmaine. Yeah.
1: Turn your mic
2: down.
0: She's, she said that uh, she was claiming that her and Fred lived separate lives. She was doing her thing upstairs. He was downstairs. But they saw the videos of the recordings of, you know... Her having sexual stuff and him recording it. And mm-hmm. them, yeah, they saw all that. So they knew that was a lie. There's a whole bunch of trial stuff I don't want to get into. A bunch of arguments and stuff. Basically what happens is the jury returned a guilty verdict on all the charges. And she got life in prison to never be paroled. And to this day, she still maintains her innocence. And ladies and gentlemen, that is the fuckery of the Wests. And I am done. Drop God. the mic on. Those bitches suck. Does she lying? It-
1: she's still alive that is insane
0: rosemary yeah let me google it but um yeah i'm pretty sure rose she's an
1: old bag dang those people are just beyond generation after generation fucked up
0: yep uh let's see she had pneumonia in november 2002 she's still alive as of now
1: damn
0: and she is one looker, guys. You ever want to see what that bitch looks like? Google her. Fred, is there something annoying about when a fucking serial killer offs himself in jail? Like Israel Keys or, you know. Ariel yeah, it's Castro. just they're,
1: they're putting themselves Our off easy.
0: just
1: <laughs> Did you say bloody ears, Jeffrey? I
0: said funny ears. Oh, just... <laughs> oh what do you guys think any takeaways from that that was an awful story wasn't it
1: yeah it was just it was a i mean terrible thing after terrible thing to have to even listen to
0: <laughs> i know i'm sorry crazy one i wanted to come in with a boom and a bang and then i got over it real I don't quick who's ever going to talk that
1: yeah you never know I'm definitely going to take it I'm to fine. a lighter side, I guess you could say.
2: for some juicy shit,
3: because
0: <laughs> And you never heard of the story either before, huh? And you've searched no. dark shit no. like that. And see, no.
1: I had actually come across them at one point, but I was like, no, nah, they have a lot of information because there was two of them, so I knew a lot of it was going to be, you know, a lot of different murders. I saw, like, their murder count together, and I was like, damn, but I didn't want to do at the time i didn't want to do a double person you know so yeah i skipped brittle. on them but yeah mm-hmm. they, they were terrible
2: mm-hmm. you're both a little too loud
1: oh. Me too? oh okay is that better
0: yeah okay am i good now i think so okay all right rick
1: just it's if nice. we if we sound too loud to do this
0: you
2: still sound loud
1: <sighs> just do this okay
0: had Am I good? Good? Is that good? Yeah.
1: All right. So like I said, I'm going to take it on a little bit of lighter note. But before we start this, I'm going to ask you two girls a question. Ooh. To start this off.
3: um,
1: Have you ever in your entire life of dating somebody, whether whether you were dating or with somebody, had a fit of jealousy over another girl coming in on your dude that you wanted to kill them? Or have them killed by the guy you were with?
0: No. No, my ex-husband was humping my, our boss. And then you might st- need to cut that. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit, actually. It's not. Like <laughs> listen. Yeah, he's fucking our boss. She was my boss and he was fucking her. And I I had to sit there and just take it.
1: Jeez. I'm on well, my job.
0: I make good money. i <laughs>
1: So anyway, so that's fired. so that's what that's what my subject went ahead and uh, wanted done when she found out that her dude had cheated on her, and um, when he sobbingly confessed. So this is a story of Diane Zamora. <gasps> do you do you know? Did we do this already? No,
0: <laughs> we did not. I always I worry about that too, Ricky. I, I swear to God, I always worry about that too. <laughs> Diane's
2: me, and I can research
1: it no i'm pretty sure we didn't so anyways no. yeah so diane zamora um she was on fast track to become a uh, naval officer um straight basically out of high school so like her life was totally planned and it was going even better when she met her dude david graham who they lived in the same uh area of uh, fort uh, like uh, they lived in a, a suburb of the dallas fort worth area oh okay? yeah so they're mm-hmm. they're both texas born just like a, just like me and um and so they grew up about 20 miles from each other but they had met originally at kind of like a um uh inner uh armed forces event for kids in high school that want to join the military after high school
0: like a ROTC Basically thing
1: our like rotc thing yeah. yeah totally cool so they met each other you know they hit it off really fast um they you know hand like basically just in love you know what i mean like that was their whole thing going into it like they fell real hard real fast Mm -hmm. um you know the only problem was is they lived in different towns so it was hard to you know see each other all the time especially since they were still in high school yeah sure everybody can imagine high school They're yeah their high school age
0: Okay. okay For some reason, when you said Rotsy and stuff, I was like, "Oh, maybe they have like kids." Nope. <laughs>
1: no, this is okay, them in okay. high school. Aww, so that's why please. I asked you. You know, when you were younger, have did you ever have that? You know, eighth grade, you were like, "I'm mean, gonna kill that bitch" because she held my dude's hand or some shit. Oh, yeah. Okay, in but- high school, yeah, <laughs> probably
0: hormones. Yeah, probably. Yeah,
1: you know what I mean. So,
0: yeah,
1: um, and and the dude and the dude that she was with, David Graham, he was also. On the fast track to become an army officer okay. um you know straight out of high school so they had already made proposal plans and got engaged before high school to be married five years after their graduations like she was going to annapolis he was going to colorado you know what i mean to the Great. army you know the army school there I can't, I can't remember what it's called or oh, it's air force one okay um Aww. And so that's what they were doing. You know, so they were everything was looking great for them. Officer, officer school. Yeah. yeah, officer school. So he was like basically his years in ROTC in high school were gonna jump him up some that's levels. Badass. Yeah. yeah. So they were on the way, you know, they had a whole plan set up they like had a good their, plan by their junior year.
0: Right. Um
1: so, so she was going in
0: the navy because of Annapolis. Is that what I'm?
1: Yeah, she was okay. going to the navy, which is yeah, because Annapolis is the officer school there. Yeah, like basically you go there to learn how to become a commander or you know an underling that controls like a ship or something.
0: Mm-hmm. Fucking love it. That's um,
1: cool. So God, I love the military. And so they met at 14 years old, and after a year, they had basically already made these plans because they were already in high uh, in ROTC.
3: 14. Um,
1: yeah, so like 15, 16, they had already you know, decided these plans and got engaged, you know, they got engaged, you know, I'm sure it wasn't like official, but they told each other they were going to be together. And they Um,
0: did it apparently. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, they were active uh, from, from what uh, the stories were, but they were really active. This is
0: the sweetheart story. Yeah.
1: Um, So Graham, like I said, uh, he went to a different school about 20 miles away. Okay. And he was on the, also on the cross country team. And he was on the team with a girl named Adrienne Jones, yeah. uh, uh, whose nickname was AJ. Okay, um, she was an honor student. She had planned to go to A and um, and she, you know, lived with her family, of course, because she was still in high school. <laughs> um. So, the story goes is after a cross country meet, which um, Zamora. Um, Diane Zamora wasn't uh, attending um, He Him and the other girl Adrienne After the meet After the track meet like kind of met up and he was like Hey would you like a ride home And so apparently She was like yes And Uh-oh. so by all accounts this This had happened right uh, This was according to official statements Of you know after everything was all said and done uh, That the police were acting David Asking David Graham what had happened and how did he meet her And things like that so the story was is they, you know, he took her home and then, but she said, Hey, we should go to a secluded little area where the story was is they had sex.
0: Oh no, no. Okay. You're so I don't I take back the bitch comment.
1: Hugo you're you're die and she
0: going to die today.
1: Um, <laughs> so um, and then and then so you know, remembering his, you know, five-year plan that he's got going on right now, um, he gets really remorseful and Like, oh, shit, dude, what did I do? Um, I'm not going to be able to hide this. Um, So Mm -hmm. he tells Zamora about it, like straight up just confesses to her and says, I I did this and I'm terribly sorry about it. Um, Uh, And she is just completely broken up about it, obviously. Um, I mean, they had a plan. They had only ever been with each other. They had never been with anybody Mm -hmm. else. Um, So it was kind of like a big deal for her. Yeah. and and so she was upset, obviously. Um, so you know, things started festering in her head a little bit, and um she couldn't get it out of the he- out of her head that our relationship is now tainted, you know, Aww. we're not the same couple we are anymore, and it's because of her, you know, so uh, that's um, the one
0: thing with women that irritates me is that like it's not.
1: Well, I mean, and, and this is a girl. She's, she's, you know, under 18. She's 16 right, right now. And it's, how old
0: were they? They were, were they?
1: 16, 17.
0: Oh, okay. like oh. they
1: were literally about to graduate high school. Right. Um, or maybe like in a year, but definitely like they're right around the corner. Oh. Um, so, so they had gotten into a fight. Um, they had gotten into a fight about, you know, SAT studying and shit like that. And apparently Zamora began screaming. Uh, and hitting her head against the floor, shouting, kill her, kill her. And this is like a culmination of arguments where she's like upset about the whole thing. She can't get over it. And then this is like, I'm hitting my head on the ground and on the desk and I just want you to kill her because it's the only way that I'm going to feel better going forward in this relationship. If she is not around.
0: Yeah, you know? no, I didn't go that crazy. Ever, yeah, no. and,
1: and and most people, what they do, if that ever happens in relationships, a lot of people move cities, you know, mm-hmm. like, like couples and stuff. It's, I had, it's happened yeah. before.
2: Right. And,
1: but they're in high school, so they can't do that.
2: Yeah. Um, can't get away from that other girl.
1: Yeah. Oh, you shit. know, I mean, he, she yeah. goes to his school and, and then Zamora doesn't go to his school.
3: Oh, so shit.
1: it makes yeah. it even worse because she's with him and she doesn't even know what's going on at the time.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, so uh, in That's police, con- so in police confessions, uh, Graham, uh, the boyfriend, said that he and Zamora had planned it out. Um, that they were going to take the uh, take her out to uh, Joe Pool Lake, which is around the Dallas area. Joe Pool. And Joe Pool. Yeah, yeah. I don't like know.
3: Joe, Poole?
1: Joe Poole, yeah, Pool. Joe Pool. Yeah, P O O L. Joe Joe Pool. Okay. I- I didn't do much research on the Joe pool lake. I'll, I'll do better next time.
0: <laughs> Slack and Rick. God it's damn just, it. it.
1: It's just the lake in Tarrant, uh, count, Tarrant Ellis counties. Yeah. And in, in the Dallas area, that's it. Huh. You know, so that's what the plan was is because it was a secluded lake away from town lights, you know, somewhere dark where it wouldn't, where nobody would see. Right. So, um, so I guess he called her up and was like, Hey, I wanted to take you out, you know, and talk about what had happened. And she was reluctant. Um, you know, even saying, oh, my mom needs help with something and, you know, or my mom actually wasn't letting me go and I can't go out, but she, you know, decides to go ahead and sneak out of her house, um, and, and go with him. So, um, she picks him, she picks her up around 1230 and, um, they get to the place and they park and Zamora pops out of the trunk. Like he popped the trunk and she comes out of the trunk and she opens the door up
2: weird
1: story is um that she begins to hit adriana with weights like dumbbells um, like dumbbells yes so wow. i mean that's you know either solid steel or concrete along with steel so it does a lot of damage so um Jesus. they she bludgeoned her for a little bit and
0: that's how jeffrey Dahmer killed one of his yeah, victims yeah
1: like they they pulled her out of the car and and, and you know uh, bludgeoned her a few times with the uh Uh, with the weights each of them and you know she was still fighting back trying to you know stop this you know because she didn't have any idea what was going on um and uh and it was said that and it was and and also she got away for a second you know the crime scene investigators had seen that there was a struggle in a certain area and then she was actually able to get away for a little bit and run um she only made it about
0: who was doing most of the Does it sound like it was him that did most of the beating or her? It sounds like her in the initial,
1: in the, in the initial. So there's confessions. Okay. okay? Okay. Um, there's confessions and in the initial confessions, they're both a part of it. They are both bludgeoning and beating her, you know, trying to, I mean, you, you gotta remember they're 16, 17 years old. They've never done this, you know, uh, you start attacking somebody you see in the movies, they go down in one hit and they're knocked out. That doesn't happen in real life.
2: No, yeah. You know,
1: people's fight or flight instinct sets up adrenaline hits and they're fighting for their life.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And so that's what was happening. Adriana wasn't going to go down without a fight. And so oh, she got about 50 feet away from them um, where she kind of like stumbled over again because of her injuries. You know, she was just, she was beaten already and it, and it right. was obviously affecting her. Um Graham, who didn't tell Zamora he had a nine millimeter pistol, um, had it on him. Um, ca- caught up with her and shot her twice, point blank range, so about five feet from her body.
0: Okay, he's naughty.
1: Yeah, in high school. Um,
0: yeah, in high school. Ooh, uh, I wonder if he ever gets out of prison. It it actually
1: it actually comes back in. Um, you know uh, because I, i'll get to that later I'll, I'll get to some other stuff later I'll, hold yeah. on um so that was the whole plan is they were supposed to dispose of the body cleanly the plan was to beat her until she was unconscious you know and then wrap her up put her into the lake she's a floater you know she drowned kind of thing you know what i mean like that was the plan
3: but yeah, then he shot her plan. twice
1: he shot her twice because they didn't Nothing, it wasn't working. They weren't beating her good enough, apparently. Um, So they shot her and then they just took off from there. They just left. They
3: hey.
1: they cleaned. Yeah, they just left the body there. They cleaned, they left and then they went and cleaned the car up as best they could because they did start beating her in the car. And so there was blood splatter inside and probably physical evidence that she was in the car. And so they went to go clean it. Um, later on that day, because they're actually collected evidence from her room. There was a diary in Zamora's room that had a single um, uh, w- w- insert or wait, what do you call it? A, a, a journal? Um, uh-huh? Entry. Entry.
3: entry.
1: entry. entry. Thank, you. Thank you. There was a single entry on a page that said, "Adrienne, one thirty-eight AM. Why? Yeah.
0: Dumb. High,
1: high school dumb fuck.
0: They're really bad murderers. Yes. I could teach somebody how to murder just based I off. I of people me. should not murder.
1: Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. They like should,
0: they always get caught, dumbass. They sh-
1: they, sh- they really should have done a Romeo and Juliet instead of whatever they did. Yeah. Um. So, uh, her body, uh, Adrienne's body was found uh, in an open field. Is where they found her uh, near the lake on December fourth of uh, nineteen ninety five. Um, she was brought to the examiner as a Jane Doe, um, because she had no ID on it. Uh, She had traumatic head injury, uh, blunt force trauma, and then a shooter stood within a few feet of Jones and shot her twice and then stood right over her, hitting her right between the eyes. Um, Later on, her body was positively identified by her parents. Um, After the murders, Graham went to the Air Force Academy in Colorado, and she went to the Naval Academy in in Annapolis. Um, While there, she kind of unwittedly or maybe she just didn't think anybody would say anything to roommates of hers at Annapolis. Right. So, you know, co-military family, you know, you're supposed to trust, but also you're just, you're just meeting these people in like casual conversations they're kind of having about, you know, either spouses or, or boyfriends, girlfriends, or whatever. Um, They went on to a, uh, a subject of would you kill for your partner? Ah. And when it came around to Zamora, she said, yes, and we've already done it.
0: Oh, you know? God. Like
1: out in the open, like nothing. They they just, they just, she just came out and said it. Um, so she had confessed to her. I mean, so, and so, I mean, like the interviews that they had of her classmates in Annapolis, they were very like, it was like, yeah, she said, yes, we've already done that. And, you know, we killed for each other, you know, but Mm -hmm. there's other, you know, people saying like, oh, it was a lot more detailed. She went into actual detail about what had happened because apparently these people did confess in um, open court as well.
0: Oh, wow.
1: So just outright confessed to him. Like she's like, I'm in Annapolis. That happened, whatever. So these people, her Mm -hmm. roommates, take it upon themselves to go to their COs. And tell, say, hey, like we're we're concerned. Um, she's basically confessed to a murder, and so I guess. Uh, wait, hang on. Wow. So, stupid. so her roommates contacted the authorities at the academy. The Grand, Grand Prairie police uh, were then contacted where they live in Texas, um, and Zamora and Graham were both arrested for capital murder on September sixth of nineteen ninety six. Uh, uh, Texas. Um, they were in... Ter- <laughs> Just kidding.
2: Yeah. would you say? Um, say it again. Did they get
0: the death? Shannon.
1: <laughs> Did she get the death? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, unfortunately, no.
3: What?
1: No. Um, they interrogated Graham for 30 hours, um, during which he confessed to killing Jones. Uh, Zamor was also... Uh, during her interrogation, confessed to murdering her. um, And basically the keys and the detail of the event were very similar between the two. Um, uh, And then uh, Jones was killed because Graham had sex with her. Um, Later, both of them recanted their confessions. Um, Graham said that he was not guilty of killing Jones, but helped cover up the murder, which he claimed Diane did it. Uh, <gasps> all by herself. Zamora did the same thing.
3: She claimed
1: that Graham committed the murder by himself. Didn't tell her that he had a gun. Um, but he had always
2: Romeo and Julia. He had
1: always talked about, you know, guns and how he liked guns and how he wanted to use a gun and things like this. So this was a, her recant was, is like, no, it was all him. It was all him. Um, and they found that gun in his attic. Um Mm, which could be which could again. be reached which could be reached straight through his bedroom <laughs> his bedroom ceiling yeah
0: oh god dumb <clears throat> dumb
1: yes uh, um so law enforcement were investigating and they were actually investigating the uh the statements of the sexual encounter between graham and jones they had good they, they had good evidence from actual witnesses that says that, that never actually happened which Witness- Witnesses say that they saw Graham and Jones talking after that track meet, but she never got into his truck, and and he just left alone. Okay.
2: Yeah, I hear you.
1: But he had said in his original confession that he had um, that that the only reason he lied about the sexual encounter uh, not happening was uh, of his defense lawyer's advice. So oh. who knows? But the problem was is so how did Diane find out about this? He obviously either did have sex with her or he just said he had sex with her to possibly break up with her.
3: Mm-hmm. And then
1: she started yeah. fucking freaking out.
0: And then yeah, and he was like, Yeah, oh
1: shit, what did I do? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <know>? So <laughs> he had to did basically to oh up. fuck, what am I gonna I do?
2: I mean if you were all right talking about killing her. You think he'd be like? No, I was just fucking kidding. I was just kidding. Like, trying like to it was a joke. Back. It was a
1: joke. You can go and talk to her. She will tell you that we did not have sex. Yeah. End of story. They're in their respective uh, armed yeah. forces and they're married. You know what I mean? Or not? Um,
3: it's true. But
1: you know, stupid decision. That's so weird. Zamora's Zamora had a two-week trial beginning in February of 1998 in Fort Worth. Uh, with President, I mean, with uh, Judge Drago presiding, which is an awesome name.
0: <laughs> What's Prime, his name, Judge?
1: Judge Drago
0: from Game of Thrones.
1: No, or am oh, I thinking of Drogo? No, he's Drogo. Drago's from Rocky Four. He was wow. the Russian. Anyway,
3: <laughs>
1: um, um, so the reason she didn't get the ju- uh, the death penalty is because uh, Adrienne's mother, Linda Jones asked for the death penalty to be removed, um, because she didn't want her parents or their parents to go through the same thing, same losing thing, a child. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I'm sure in her eyes, it was better. I'd rather them live out their lives, you know, rotting away in a cell. Right.
3: Um,
1: so during the trial, Zamora admitted to being at the crime of the, uh, at the scene of the crime, uh, but denies participating in killing her. Um, she confessed and another witness um, oh so during her Naval Academy uh, who she confessed to one of her roommates and another witness stated that she showed no remorse over Joan's death when she was talking about it at the time you know she was it was like a, yeah we did it but then in court she's like no I just I was there and I'm an accessory after the fact kind of thing
0: Um, I hate when people say that like if you were then you fucking go to the police
1: yeah. Right? You go to the police and you say something immediately. Right. You know, you, you, if you're there and you let it happen, you're just as guilty.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh, exactly. You. Um, so Zamora, uh, of course, allegedly ordered, or uh, what the, what the, uh, sorry, let me start that again. Um <laughs>
2: Talking my beardy's beard sleeping
0: my, right now. Okay,
1: so anyway, um, so they were going back and forth, you know, from their original recants, and then they're even recanting again on the stand while they're, you know, um, back and forth. You know, they're trying to pin it on each other, so that way they don't get it in separate trials. Yeah. Um, so the jury deliberated uh, for about two hours, or sorry, six hours. Um, over That's a course it. of two days, yeah. yeah. So three hours over over two uh, each day, right? Um, and they found her guilty of capital murder, uh, really? because of the Jones family request, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay.
1: Murder okay. because in their eyes, she loved or not, she planned it. You know, like if you hire a hitman, you're in trouble. Sorry, what's up?
2: Nothing. You just got like glitched, but we heard everything you said. You froze, but yeah,
0: and then shit.
1: Okay, you you guys did the same thing. Both y'all froze, so... Did we? Okay. Internet, unstable or something.
0: Yep, same here. Yep. Okay, okay. sorry. All
1: right, we heard on. everything
0: you did say, though. We did hear it.
1: Okay, cool. <clears throat> uh, da, 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 da. All right, so... Um, yeah, they deliberated for six hours over the course of two days and found her guilty of capital murder. Um... So, she didn't get the death penalty, obviously, but she received a mandatory sentence of life imprisonment, uh, and would she would be eligible for parole in forty years? Um, so she's got to do a flat forty before she's eligible, and it's Mitch already been
3: out, she? It's
1: already been a little over twenty two years since she's since she's been in, so she's still got another twenty. You Is know, she about still in? Oh, go. okay. Yeah, she's still in. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, I got a, actually a fun fact about her later on.
3: Cool.
1: Um, So on July 24th, in 1998, a separate trial uh, started for David Graham of Capital Murder. Um, During the trial, um, Wendy Bartlett, also on the track team, and Coach Leanne Burke, stated that Bartlett was uh, was the one who drove Jones home after the meet that night on November 4th. And that Graham had left earlier, leaving Jones and Bartlett to put away the equipment after the meet. So, you know, this girl comes in an open court and's like, she didn't go home with him. They did not have sex that night. Oh.
3: You know, no. Basically
1: totally refuting his his confession. Shit. Um that's insane. Um, however, he ultimately uh, repute, re, uh Reputed. Did, did. Reputed.
2: <laughs>
3: repute reputated. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs>
1: What? That Reputed. word with the R? Reputed. 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 Did. did. Anyway, he he backed on what he was saying. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna try. I'm gonna try to read what. Why is your
0: print so big <laughs> on your phone? Because read. I
1: zoomed it in. I zoomed oh. it in. Look, see. I mean, it took like, me
0: 27 I... minutes to like just get the R in there.
1: <laughs> God, um. So he kind of like backed on what he was saying, um, and he was basically trying to go back and say Jones was the one who murdered her, and she he was just there, um, you know, kind of helping her out after the fact. Um, so after that, of course, he was also um, conv- He was also convicted of the capital murder and sentenced to the same thing.
0: Okay, so they both so equally life, got it. So life in prison
1: good. with a flat 40 right off the bat.
0: I feel like uh, that's fair. I feel like that, you know. Yeah. So much for yeah.
2: the military, bros.
1: Yeah, I mean, they had a great, Ooh, great thing going great. into the military. I mean, they were already there, and all she did was open her big mouth, and boom, they were done. Um, go, idiot. Yeah, so she actually... So he's been in he's been in prison and he's never said a word about it over and over again. Really, um, he's never wow. said a word about it ever. Really, but wow, she crazy. actually in 2010 did a Dateline interview oh, from prison.
0: Borderline.
2: Basically,
3: you
1: know, going back and like saying David did it. It was David's idea. Oh, you know, God. he did the Shut whole thing. Right helped after the fact and then of course they had like oh we got our human lie detector to come and like you know help us see if she's actually lying and uh, you know it was basically a lot of like um deny deniability and kind of like you know re um changing the like the way the question an- like the way she would answer would be changing how the question would be worded you know what I mean mm-hmm. so she was yeah. very manipulative you know and, um, so funny thing, just really quick, uh, you know, because she's still in prison or whatever. But um, she actually got married to another inmate, right? Oh. while she was in prison. No, a guy, or I don't actually know, I don't know who it was, but she got married to somebody in prison who was actually being held at Bear County at the time here in the county that we live in in texas right so she was being held in ellis county which is outside of fort worth and she was pen pals with this guy down here in bear county and they were the first ever um, double proxy marriage in bear county to ever happen has never happened again
0: how do <laughs> you I even even was, get married thought, like that
1: you have so she has a family member mm-hmm. who on her behalf gets married and then he has a family member who gets married on his behalf?
0: Oh, that's yeah. a real thing. That's a real thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: And but of course they got divorced.
0: <laughs> oh, bless
1: Probably because they never saw each other. What um, do they have
0: to fight about though? How do you get divorced?
1: <laughs> you don't ever come see I me. I
2: want my whole jail cell and yours. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Slide over.
0: Give me all I your wonder comments. how that like divorce proceedings were. Who gets what? <laughs> you get my so, toothbrush. Yeah.
1: So they each got about twenty years left, and then they'll be up for parole. So who knows? They might be out again.
0: How old is she now? How old are both of them? Like,
1: um, I think they're both in their uh, late forties right now.
0: Why do I? Oh, God, so I they'll
1: be like- they'll be in their around their sixties when they get out. Shit,
2: they'll let them out.
0: Hmm.
1: and that was Diane Zamora and David Graham
0: she really sucks they both suck. she was born in 78 so yeah she mm-hmm. could yeah it's only mm-hmm. that's only a few years younger than us they're, they're
1: mid40s right now they're like 45 46
0: and they can get out when you when did you say
1: in the 20? next 20 years. Shit. They'll, have, they'll, still have mom, they'll still have some spring in their step they'll still have some spring in their step when they get up. up.
0: You don't think they're gonna get out. So does she not speak to her ex husband? Like or not ex husband, but the boyfriend, Graham, whatever the fuck? Nope.
1: They don't speak to each other. I'm pretty sure on like if they were like trying to pin it on one another, I'm pretty sure their lawyers were like, if you guys ever talk again, they're going to know that you guys were lying. And then that's perjury charges, and then they could probably get, you know, they're life imprisonment without the possibility of parole. Control. But who knows? That's true. You know, Shit. but
0: oh, still. I like that one. I like that one. Did you guys want to see my Lulu bale? My dragon bale, bring it up. She's sleeping, she's gonna get pissed. Come here, Lulu. <gasps> see, huh? Good God. Hello, dragon. She's so pretty. Oh, she's so big. She's
1: what's, mad right
0: now. She what's, was her,
1: sleeping. what's her diet consist of? Crickets?
0: Oh, worms, crickets, uh, apples.
1: Flies, stick bugs,
0: kale, peppers, kale, uh, like red bell pepper, kale,
1: kale for it. Is that like a, a Washington thing? Because those aren't really indigenous to Arizona.
0: No kale, like as in yeah. the lettuce.
1: No, that's I know. So <laughs> I'm asking, is that a forced diet because of where he lives? Because it's not really indigenous mm-hmm. to where he's from. She, whatever it,
0: she. She, and I don't know. I just read it online. And she's love, not happy with me. She wants they love electric. kale
1: and crunchy vegan. You're camera granola.
0: shy, Lulu, come here, Khaleesi. Mm. Don't Whoa. really. Oh, honey. Okay. Okay. All right.
1: They want to smell your ear real bad.
0: I know. She, she, she. These are like the best animals. They're such cuddle bugs. I My had her mom. when she was a baby, and she used to lay in my armpit and go to sleep at night with me in bed. Where was she when you had to get rid of her? I had to get rid of her because James built like this huge when he was on meth, built this huge tank and I don't give a shit. People can know. And um, I couldn't, I couldn't, it was taking up my whole fucking Beyonce room floor and I couldn't, I thought she only could have crickets and I was never down there because I worked in Ocean Park where I live. And now I work in <laughs> Astoria. I work down in Astoria, in Oregon where there's actual crickets I can pick up for her. So, mm. yeah. So now I can take care of her again. And, but I gave her to Aubrey or I gave her to a friend and they were like, yeah, you can have her back. And I'm like, sweet.
3: Nice.
1: And she remembers Hi. you obviously.
0: Yeah, she did. She knew, she knew exactly who I was. She's oh, like, Oh her. my
1: God, Jan."
0: Yeah. She knew exactly. She heard my voice and was like, Hmm? and now mommy? she's being a mommy yeah mommy? she's she they're they're great pets like the i do need another
2: thing that tempts the dogs sh-
1: to eat it yeah no shit right
0: really you think the dogs would care
1: absolutely yeah.
0: would they okay
1: has she figured so, out how to open doors yet who your bearded dragon
0: no lulu mm-hmm. likes to just sunbathe and she uh-huh. likes oh, to lick me hey. <laughs> She <laughs> likes to lick me and sunbathe and eat crickets and worms and veggies and halulu. Huh, she, she's shy. And she doesn't kale, like the camera. apparently. Listen, I I bought the kale. <laughs> she hasn't necessarily eaten it, but it's there. I was told to give your dragon that. <laughs> are you what you're <laughs> doing? Anyway. Who are you planning, guys, to cover next week? I you mean in know. two weeks? <sighs> two weeks, yes.
1: No, nah, I'll get somebody, don't worry.
0: I wanna do um Homoka.
3: Oh. Homoko, Jamaica.
0: Ooh, I wanna really? take it. Catherine Homoko or tip what's her name? What
2: the
3: hell yeah, that?
0: something like that. It's a Ken Barbie, mm-hmm. but she's Barbie. Mm-hmm. I think I wanna go after her, but I've got a break, so I don't have to worry about it for a while. Yay! It's you two up next. Thank you, Jeebus.
1: We're going to have a great show.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know who I'm going to do. It'll be a Do. Do you like a small unknown case? Those are fun.
2: Yeah.
0: All right. Shannon, why don't you tell them where they can find us? Where our listeners can find us.
3: <laughs> well,
0: you,
1: can <laughs> you can find us on the internet, guys. All right. Do your research. Get us.
0: True Crime on Tap is on Facebook. Yeah.
1: Spotify.
0: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other
1: mediums, but really just use those two.
2: Yeah. I mean, (laughs) Breaker, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify are like top three. So, right. But without them, we'd be nothing.
0: We love you guys. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Thanks
1: for being here again. All right. Thanks for stopping by San Diego. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Go fuck yourself.
2: You
0: (laughs) said that. I did.
1: (laughs) Ron Burgundy said that. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Go fuck yourself, listeners.
1: I think that was a good show.
0: (laughs)
3: I don't know.